0: We're coming to the Utah Jazz Podcast.
2: There you go. Hey. Welcome back. Uh, I'm Spencer Campbell, S. Uh, Campbell at SB Nation.
0: Uh Mikey at MikeyVP
1: on the Twitter. Hey, this is uh, at @jimborudding uh, at Twitter.com. And we're here again with the Utah Jazz Podcast. Appreciate you listening.
2: Okay, so Twitter shoutouts from last week. Uh, who do you guys got?
1: Oh man, I'm, I'm, were... pulling,
2: I'm pulling them up right now. So go ahead, Jimmy.
1: Yeah, I'll start. So I'm going to go with the old standby, our biggest fan, Marin. Um, she she tweeted at us and said, welcome back, and she even talked about some of the, oh, Mikey, when you said, Mikey tweeted out, like, anybody have any thoughts or memories about the podcast to share? And she talked about, she referenced how, you know, we used to say, if a a player had a bad game, he took a dump on the court, (laughs) and when the, (laughs) when ushers would kick you out of the seats that you moved to, because... What you do is you spend a little bit of money and you get the highest seats in the stadium and then you eyeball a few extra, you know, a few seats in the lower bowl for the first quarter. And if no one shows up, second quarter, you just, you just walk right through the usher and pretend like you belong there, right? Pretend like, you know, you don't have, they have no business stopping you and questioning your tickets. And you just walk by and you go sit down and hope no one comes.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I do. And what Jimmy does, on the other (laughs) hand, is he sits there and sweats and looks at the (laughs) usher. He sees the old lady who's who's there and he can't enjoy the rest of the game because he can he can smell her perfume. She's (laughs) 10 rows away, ready to be kicked out by her. And I think also Jimmy feels bad because he knows that he didn't pay the dollars that the person next to him paid. I don't know. That's just yeah. New. They paid, they didn't show
1: up. Right. True.
0: Yeah, that's what I do. I I was trained by my dad to act like you know what you're doing, and uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what I did,
1: and then no one will question you.
2: Okay, so I've my shout outs are uh, David Marshall at BW Fans with three Z's um, at nice. Utah Jazz at Utah Jazz Uruguay, um, who's been a long time listener. Um, uh, let's see who else. Uh, Cowhide Globe uh used to work uh together uh, writing stuff for uh Utah Jazz Blog way back in the day, like eight or nine years ago. Um, yeah, that's a long time ago. It was a long time ago. Um hold on, I got a couple more. Scrolling, scrolling at Moni, Moni, uh with the UDQM. Money. Moni. Yeah. Uh Bill Bob, Jared, uh who's Go the Distance 49. It's been a long time listener and there's probably others i'm trying to scroll through my timeline but um yeah
1: the plethora of other uh fans of the podcast thank you for listening we it's... thought it was only three people that listened regularly we were a little bit wrong there was at least seven so that's pretty cool
0: this is true i i was gonna there's a lot of those shout outs i'd give but i'm afraid to touch anything at my house because we uh we ran through this and <laughs> lost every lost a previous version of this podcast so I'm afraid to touch anything to go back and find the specific folks but man there were it was pretty cool to to see people still listened and went made the effort to to uh, to listen and even though we're on kind of a different feed and everything they uh, they still they still listened and still got some of the jokes it's a good time
2: it is a good time Okay, uh, any other shout outs?
0: my, like my shout mom and dad. My, myself. Oh, yeah. My kids, Jimmy, self.
1: Yeah, myself. <laughs> I shout myself out. Uh, shout out my pet, my shorts. I spilled some my dinner on it. And uh shouted it out. So that should be should be all right. <laughs> Holy crap. I'm, we're going to get the dad jokes. This is stupid. Like <laughs> all right, let's start this let's third times a charm, Spence. Let's start this one over. Okay, so what
2: are your opening <laughs> thoughts?
1: Okay, my opening thought are we gonna talk about the statue? The Jerry Sloan statue? Sure. I mean, do I do it that want do we want that to be like a segment of the uh, podcast?
2: Or are we definitely not as long, but sure, go ahead.
1: Okay. Yeah, so Jerry Sloan statue. Uh, I think it's a great idea. I think it's funny a little bit that I'm mean, not funny, that's not the right word. I think it's great that Jazz fans are trying to get, you know, get it all together and trying to raise money to, to build the statue. And I really don't know that, you know, it, it, I, I don't think the Jazz have, you know, dropped the ball in trying to build this. I think they've, this has probably been something they've explored already, right? And the only thing I can think of is that Jerry Sloan probably said no. He was like, you know what? I don't, I don't need a statue. I'm just a guy. I'm just a coach. The players won the games. I didn't do anything, like he always says. But you know, I can't, I can't imagine Gail Miller is like, you know what? Stockton Malone statues, those are great. Right, no more statues, you know? Mm-hmm. Like just completely ignore the coach. So you know, I, I think, um, I think it's coming, and it may be after. Jerry Sloan passes, unfortunately, that it'll kind of be like, well, he didn't want it when he was alive, but guess what? We're doing it. That's my thought.
2: So do you think they do it anyway?
1: While he's alive?
2: No. Like, I I mean, I'll I'll be honest. Like, I, this is, I don't have, I'm not an expert or anything. I don't know if he makes it through the season based on everything we're reading and hearing.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I would guess not, but I mean, I would say, I would say they do it. I I eventually, I think eventually, yes, it will get done. Like, I don't know if it's going to be after he passes or, you know, when the time is right. And I don't know when that would be since it hasn't been yet. So, yeah, I mean, if I had to bet money on it, I wouldn't bet a lot, but I would bet that they they do build it or, you know, whatever they do to it. They create it. Mikey, what what are your thoughts?
0: No, yeah, I I think uh, I don't know. I think they will do something. Something I was thinking about after we <laughs> we already talked about this, but um, was what kind of thing do you think he would be okay with? Do you think like a statue? Maybe he's not gonna sign off on that, but do you think there's some kind of honor that Jerry would sign off on? Like Larry Miller has the court named after him. Hot Rod has the press room named after him. Like, what kind of thing do you think Jerry would sign off on? I mean, all of us, for us, we want a statue. For me, as a jazz fan, I want a statue that I can go and hoist my son up to stand next to him and tell him how Jerry used to put funny swears together and do <laughs> uh, <laughs> to all the things that he did. But um, what's, what's something else that he might sign off on?
1: Like a bust, you mean?
0: Yeah, like a bust. Or, like, name? they named the court after Larry Miller. They did the bust of Larry Miller. What's something they... Would they name the coaching room after Jerry Sloan? That doesn't seem like enough to me. Yeah. Like, the Jerry Sloan locker room. The
1: Yeah, I mean, because there's no... That doesn't... You know, the fans don't get to interact with the coaching room. Right. Um, But, you know, maybe they... Maybe they named the practice practice facility. I don't know. I, I, you know, he already has a banner up. Right. So, I mean, they have a banner, but you're right. Like, I don't think that's enough. No. I mean, like Jerry Sloan essentially was around with Stockton and Malone and then some, right. So like, I mean, geez, you know, the guy won enough games and went to the playoffs and, he paid his dues, and like a statue is the least we could probably do. Well, no, a banner is the least, and we've done that. So,
0: in one way, he kind of may be the guy that saved the franchise long term. Like the reason there's a there is a trust, and it's here in the city, is because <laughs> Stockton and Malone left, and there had to be some some thought of how the Jazz survive in a small market. After Stockton and Malone, it's never going to get better than maybe the two guys best at their position ever to play, especially at that time. Um, yeah. And he coached Carlos Arroyo to one, you know, fart out of the playoffs.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, really. That's something. I mean, you know, you know that team, that, what was that, 2003? Or was he? Yeah. I don't know what team. What year was that? 2002. Yeah,
0: 2002,
1: I 2003, I think. Three. So, I mean, that team was Matt Harpering and AK and a bunch of nobodies. They had no okay. business winning that many. What forty? Is that the 41-41 year? Yeah, like Carlos so. Arroyo
0: and Michael Ruffin and yeah, Matt <laughs> ben Harpering and Logan, Tom Gugliotta on the last end of his career. I mean, that team was whole lot of nothing but yeah.
2: so dang fun so i so i like the so there's a couple things so i like that the. i mean the trust the trust is a cool gesture it's all about money though right so the jazz are saving millions of dollars by being in this trust or the millers yeah. are um so i understand why they did it it's not the same as like the green bay packers right where they're actually owned by the team and they like are selling shares and stuff it's cool but it was a big way to save money also I think it was a way for, in my personal opinion, and we've talked about this before, it was a way for the Miller Sons not to screw up the Jazz. Yeah, yeah. If we're if we're being honest, but anyway, having having sons,
0: but the whole extended family. Yeah, the
2: whole extended family, right from from screwing up the the Jazz. So being like a
0: family heirloom, it's now a city heirloom.
2: Well, Seems and there's true. there's there's twelve members, board of directors from across the country, right? And they have to vote on everything, and there's all sorts of stuff. But um, so it just doesn't give one person the whole all the power. Um, the other thing that you talked about the the banner and stuff like that, I really don't think he cares. I mean, especially now, yeah. like he doesn't care. I don't think he cared then. It's more for the fans, like you said. So to me, right. like, cool if they do it. Cool if they don't do it. Um, it was if, like if he didn't want him to do it, then I don't, I don't, I can't see Gail Miller doing it without some sort of like go ahead either from Jerry or from his, um, his wife, his second wife. I can't remember her name, but Sharon. Um, yeah. Like I can't imagine them doing that without some sort of permission. But
0: you know, it would be cool. Yeah. Uh, is a nameplate on his season ticket. Like, he sat in that same spot since the team, since he left.
1: Oh, uh, there you go. Like, that's change, cool because ch- he's stuck around. Yeah, yeah, change the like color.
0: Make it a gold seed or, like, a silver seed or a...
2: Don't they, don't they have one of those in... Oh, where do they have one of those? Isn't it in Fenway? I
0: don't, don't know. They have, a, um,
2: they have a red seed somewhere? There's some... They're, they're, all, there's a red, they're all red in Fenway. No, but there's a baseball stadium that has a different color seat somewhere where like a, a specific home run was yeah, hit. Yeah, someone hit it. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember where it was at. But that would be cool. Yeah.
0: I'm I'm all about that. That was my inspiration that I'm now like obsessed with. Change that seat because that's he's like the coach, but he was also a fan when he was stripped of all responsibility with the team. Right. He still came. And that who else has done that? Who else has
1: Stuck around like that. It's pretty cool. Well, he's like the second winningest coach uh,
2: in all like, basketball. Or, no, or like, like, or, I, don't I
1: think know he's third. I
2: think he's third now.
1: Third? Yeah, see, I don't know. We don't we don't know <laughs> stats here. Like you know, we don't know. <laughs> we don't no, I think remember.
2: he's I think he's fourth. I think it's Lenny Wilkins, Pat Riley, uh Spurs Popovich. coach, Popovich, and Jerry.
1: Yeah, I mean I, Maybe. Know, I, don't, I don't
2: know. I'm not sure I can look at uh, it. Up.
1: Yeah, we're gonna say fourth. Fourth sounds good, and that's what it is. Because okay. we don't, are going to look it up or something. Like, why would <laughs> we do
2: that? Uh, okay. So, next, next question is Jerry Sloan is fourth behind Don Nelson, Lenny Wilkins, Greg Popovich, Jerry Sloan.
0: I don't know, um, so, what's your opening thought, Spencer?
2: Would you rather? I have two questions tonight. Would you rather? Because Donovan Mitchell and the USA, would you rather have a USA gold medal or an NBA championship?
1: That's a great question. Wow. When did you think of that one? That's a good, that's a good one. So <laughs> you took my opening is, thought. Oh, shoot. <laughs> so this is, this is the thing, right? Is you're talking about, who are you talking about? You're talking about yourself.
2: No, I'm talking about like any,
1: like what would I, what would I like? Or what would I like the best player on my team to do? Okay. You, you know what I'm saying? Like as a fan, is, what would I This
2: like? is, this is what I'm saying. If you're an NBA player, do you want a NBA championship or a gold medal?
1: This is a this is a really really tough one because you know we, I mean you win a gold medal and that team I mean we talk about the dream team today ninety two dream team right
2: yeah but we yeah, also we talk about, about, about like the eighty eight Lakers the eighty nine Lakers the 03.
1: Not, we do but can you tell me four people on the eighty eight Lakers yes. Can you tell me six? <laughs>
2: no, not six. I can tell you four. What about seven?
1: Yeah. No, I, I can tell you almost every t- player on the 92 Dream Team. And I'll bet you more fans can do that than they can tell you every player on the 88 Lakers. And, like, I, I don't even – I'm not trying to say that I would rather have a medal as a player because I don't i don't know the answer to that. I, that's, a, that's a really tough question because I'd rather have both. But if I had to pick one, I don't know. That would take me a while to, to decide that because I want both of them. <laughs> so and I also have- it depends on what your goal is, right? You want to be known as an Olympian and a gold medalist, or do you want to be known as one of the hundreds and hundreds of guys that won an NBA championship?
0: Yeah, that's so. That's my main point. There is the the ring is like this mythological thing that somehow. If John Stockton and Carl Malone get a ring, particularly against – and this is – we're going to sound like a bunch of old heads bringing this up, but particularly in that team. We could have a whole podcast on that, dang it. But uh, Stockton's probably hands down um, top two greatest point guards ever lived with Magic and Magic Johnson, who – that's a whole other debate. And Malone is the best power forward ever to play the game. But because they don't have the ring, that legacy, they're they're kind of being um, forgotten. But they they have that um, gold medal, and then, but how many people have a ring that don't deserve it? I just read a thing about Jeremy Lin who got a ring with Toronto, and like the most depressing thing for him because doesn't feel like he earned it. Doesn't feel like he. You know, it's a low point in his career, but if you have that gold medal, that represents your whole career, and it means that you were one of the best twelve players in the entire world for a four-year stretch. You know, true?
2: Well, no, no, because I so it, so I was thinking about this. They're not the best twelve players because there's people that have said they're not playing.
1: Well. Right? Okay, now, yeah,
2: the, but like had a gold like, medal.
1: Christian, no, but Leitner has a gold medal.
2: No, what I understand what is? you're saying. No, but, but that's when they used to take college players. So, yeah. what I'm saying though is like LeBron's not playing, um Kevin Durant's not going to play this year, uh who else has stepped out? Uh Kawhi Leonard's not going to play this year. Like all three of those guys are better than anybody on the Jazz right now. So, they yeah. I, I mean, I understand I understand you what you're mean? saying typically it's the 12 let's say let's say 12 of the top 20 players in the league is that a fair yeah but if oh, you were, yeah. but if you were to ask Carmelone and John Stockton I'm I'm almost convinced and the more I think about this they would say yep give me give me an NBA championship any day
1: well I mean they were so close twice and then and they already have a medal so they already know what it's like to win a medal, right? No, like, I, mean, I don't know. That's kind of, this is kind of skewed a little bit, right? Just because of, because yeah, of course they would say that cause they don't know that. Right.
2: But I think if but, you were to, um, if, if you were to ask Donovan Mitchell right now in an interview, I bet he would say an NBA championship over a gold medal.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, you know, maybe I don't know though.
2: Well, I mean, he's going to have the opportunity, um, right? No, I think mean, that, that's fair. I mean, the thought is that he's going to be invited to play, right? Unless he hasn't already, which maybe I'm behind on the news. But um.
1: well, the other thing too we have to remember is these people are bound these guys are bowing out of the of this World Cup or whatever because they already have a gold medal, right? That's like, yeah, that's a good point too. I mean, they already know it; they already have it. It's like it's old hat to them. So why why are they going to risk injury to get to not even get another gold medal? I mean, this isn't an Olympic year, but. To, you know, to qualify. I don't even know what this is about, right? Like, the, I'm sure there's, like, some sort of championship. Um, but, um, yeah, you know, I mean, like, if Kevin Durant hadn't had this, didn't have a gold medal already, I I don't know that he would, wouldn't have bowed out. I think he probably would be playing. Right?
0: I think a good, like, a good indicator is the international guys who choose to play with their country. Like, if you were to ask Joe Ingalls what, what matters more, a gold medal or an NBA championship, I almost think hands down he would say the gold medal. It's a different story, it's a different set of circumstances, but
2: Well, I the other know, part
0: is they'd have to go through America, but
2: Right. That's what I'm saying. The now. whole the whole idea is because they're gonna to have to beat the best team, like one of the best teams ever assembled, right? Whether it's now or fifteen years ago or twenty years ago, I mean um I don't know. So
1: yeah, no, that's a good that's a good question though. I like that.
0: Yeah, but being on the uh, being on the Olympic squad is one like then you get debated as the greatest team of all time, and you can say that. And being an NBA champion, that's not one through twelve. They're never going to be the best team ever assembled. You know, the best ones have a few Olympians on them. Anyway, I don't know. That's a, it's a good question.
2: Okay, uh, we got to go to commercial bake. So we're going to make sure this works again this week. Um, Apparently, it didn't work last week. So we will be quiet for 30 seconds. Uh, Jimmy, what is this uh, advertisement um, brought to us by?
1: Yeah, uh, this this podcast is brought to you by the little plastic things on the end of shoelaces. I don't know what those (laughs) things are called. But uh, man, they are very helpful for threading through the shoe so so we want to thank everyone out there who uses those
2: well can i also add it's not just at the end of shoelaces it's also on hoodie strings as well
1: oh that's true they are
2: multi-purpose so um
0: they have the opposite effect on the hoodie though they get lost in the hoodie because of them
1: anyway yeah well but then then they're easier to fish out right because you have them on like it'd be harder
2: oh yeah which I, i think is
1: their purpose
2: Tying tying a shoe without Which, those is like ridiculous. But okay, okay, quick, yeah. thirty seconds, ready? Right? Okay, starting okay. now. Okay, remember we don't talk during the thirty seconds. Right. But apparently, everybody was saying that it didn't work last week, and so whatever.
1: It
0: worked. They do do we know. have to be like quiet? Is that the way that when the end starts? I, start? think, Does, is I it think it
2: just need takes twenty over. seconds of silence. No,
1: we have forty. Yeah. we
2: have forty seconds now. Just hold on.
1: No, it's like it's at the first three seconds, and then and then we can talk. So you know.
2: Yeah. Seriously, I bet the guy that invented those makes like millions of dollars because he had to have patented, right? Because they haven't changed it, right? They can they came up with metal metal yeah. ones. Okay, we got twenty seconds.
1: There's no way that guy's still alive though.
2: Well, it's like the guy that came up with the thing on the top of soda cans, you know, the little like tab. Like that made, uh, him, a, yeah, that made him Yeah, made him a millionaire. Like more than a millionaire. Yeah. But okay, eight seconds. A um,
1: Zillionaire. I don't know. Which that. is a millionaire seven times over.
2: Isn't that just a trillion? Or something.
1: I don't know. I don't know numbers very well. How would you say that in the
2: first episode? Okay, five, four, three, two, Jimmy, go.
1: Okay. Hey, we're back. We're back. Thanks for uh, that ad. Uh, And uh, so let's go back into a topic that I want to talk about, Um, which is if you could choose right now, would you choose... To have Jay Crowder on the team or Jeff Green, this is so. This is without even seeing Jeff Green play any minutes with the Jazz. If you could choose one or the other, who are you choosing? One more time. So you have Jay Crowder and like money aside. I don't know if the money doesn't isn't equal. Obviously, we don't know math. You can choose. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know math. I don't know numbers very well, but. If you could choose to have Jay Crowder on the team or Jeff Green, you have to choose one. Who do you choose? Like, like I make Who the, the choice president? today. Yeah, like right now. Jay Crowder. Really? Hands down. Yeah. Yes. Really? Oh, yeah. I don't know if I do that. The, um, okay. So,
2: okay. Having said that, I, that was pretty quick. Here's where I have a hard time with that, though, is I have not seen Jeff Green play in our system. Right. Um and so I don't know if he's gonna be better or worse if he's gonna get the same amount of minutes. Um I I just like what Jay Crowder brings to the table. Not always.
1: Which is what? Which is what?
2: Hustle. Rebounding. And every once in a while Uh, every once in a while
1: Toughness. I do do like the
2: toughness. Every once in a while he's gonna, you know, pop off for for fifteen to twenty points.
1: Okay. Every like Seventeenth game or something,
2: right? Uh, something like yeah, that. Like sure.
0: A, a scoring streak. He was always good for a scoring streak and about four he would goat about four technical fouls in in the playoffs every year. <laughs> right.
1: I think we think I think, yeah, cool.
0: think single handedly well not single handedly, but he was he was key in at least three uh two of our playoff wins in the last two playoff years. And then probably the only reason we didn't get embarrassed for two of them that we lost.
1: Mm. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, okay, so you're obviously a, th- you're
2: obviously a no, Jimmy.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I probably not. I mean, the guy took. He's only on the Jazz for what a year and a half, and he he took. Let's see. It looks like he took eight thousand and forty two three pointers <laughs> in a year and a half. Is that true? That number can't be right.
2: It's not okay, right. What am I you just made here? that up.
1: It's, it's you know, I'm I'm on BuzzFeed. No, that's far, oh, sorry. Okay. It's something around that though, right? 8,000, 7,000. Like the guy chucked the ball all the time and I know that I'm sure Quinn Snyder was like, "Hey, you're open, you shoot it." Well, that's a course. You know, the, obviously. Well, but 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 there's a reason he's open, right? Like the guy can't he okay. shot like 34% or 32% of okay. the numbers.
2: Okay, but well, it, something like that. Donovan Mitchell did not have a spectacular year either, as far as three-point shooting goes.
1: You're right; that's true.
2: And he, he just kept shooting. Yeah. So, is it okay if like our, our, our is it okay if our superstars just Touche. keep shooting, and the role players aren't? Or like, it
1: is because he did he he played <laughs> yeah he did other things right he got to the rim and actually finished sometimes. Okay. And, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not hating on Jay Crowder. I just, you, just you are. And it's okay. on him, yes, you know? yes, you are.
2: You are. And I'm it's totally
1: okay. Hating I, on
0: Jay Crowder.
1: Cause I liked, I liked a lot of parts of his game and, but shooting wasn't one of them. And he did a lot of it, you know? And I think he kind of had to at times. I'm not, you know, like, I don't know what I'm saying here. Like, I think all that being said, I would, Jeff Green, I think I would still pick him.
2: Okay. I, I, so if you ask me this at the end of the season, I'll probably have a better answer for you. I honestly, I probably will say Jeff Green. Well, I don't know what I'm going to say because I haven't seen Jeff Green in our offense. So, right. There's that. Right. Okay.
0: I still think of Jeff Green as the Celtics' Jeff Green. So that's how much I've noticed him in the
1: last eight years of basketball. He's he's been on seven teams or something like that in the last five years. I don't know how many teams, but I mean, he was on the Magic, the Wizards, the Grizzlies, the Cavaliers. And that kind of says something.
0: Right. Like that, that tells yeah. you, that's not a character issue, but it tells you no. like, you don't sign a con- a long contract. You don't like Jay Crowder was all about the city, all about, Oh man, I'm in Boston. How dare you boo me? That's my spot. Right. So there's something there, that fits our culture here really well. Hopefully, hopefully green has a little some a little bit of that in him.
2: Okay. But, here is the Cora question of the day taken from Cora.com, as uh, Jimbo Rudding likes to say. Um, <laughs> is Jeff Hornacek a Hall of Fame player, yes or no?
1: Is Jeff Hornacek a Hall of Fame player?
0: Didn't we debate at one point if he was a Jersey retired number?
1: At, That's at different. Yeah. That's yeah, different, print. No, but... It is, but I mean, we're also retired Daryl Griffith's number, and I I like Daryl Griffith. I'm I don't know where the line is, right? Like, you know, we'll probably end up retiring Derek Favors' jersey, and you know, I don't know Kirilinko's. I'm surprised. I mean, Kirilinko, I'm you,
2: surprised they haven't done that yet. To be honest with you,
1: yeah, I I am a little bit too, but you know, I'm worried someone else you know, is going to take 47. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, if they're doing Kirilenko, you got to do. You got to think about Gordon Gurevich. If you're doing Gordon Gordon <laughs> you got to think about uh, Fasenko. You're doing Fasenko, you got to think about you know, I don't know, olden polonies. So I I don't know. Like that's the thing is, like I don't know why why some people get retired and some don't. And I st- and the same reasoning applies to the Hall of Fame because I don't know. I can't think of anybody off the top of my head now, but like there's some people that get in the Hall of Fame and like. Okay, well, well, all right. Well, I guess we're, that's, we're Ming. letting him in the Hall of Fame. Is he in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, did Yao, did Yao Ming do well? I mean, we beat him in the playoffs, what, three times, twice? Um, and did he I, make it past the second round?
2: No, but I, I think, think he ever did. that's what I'm saying. So I think the, the thought behind that one is what he did for the game of basketball worldwide.
1: In China, right. So, okay, Absolutely. so that's that has – that. It's, it's not just on the court.
2: Right, but apparently, but you can keep people out for what they did on the court too. Like I don't, this this creates a whole thing, and I know baseball is different than basketball. It's like I, I don't want to
1: get into uh, it. Yeah. Blo- he he broke the law, right? So Who? there's that. You, did you just did you say any- CeeLo Green broke the law? No, I, I think <laughs> if I
2: think I think we were we talking connection there. if we were gonna if we were gonna get everybody in trouble that gambled on their own sport. Are you kidding me right no, oh, now? No, I get it. Yeah,
0: no, I the get it. The Jazz would have two NBA championships if we did that.
1: That's yeah, that's true. So very okay. true. Okay, Dick Bavetta. Uh, col- we talk about Dick Bavetta? No,
2: I don't want to talk Michael about Dick D- Bavetta. <laughs> uh, closing thoughts. What do you got?
1: Uh, we're already closing.
2: I don't think anybody can take more than thirty-one minutes of us. <laughs>
1: I think right, Mike, you can't
0: it. take more than 31 minutes <laughs> yeah. of us. No, but to hey, be got... fair, it is it is like an hour and a half of us due to some technical
1: difficulties. That's true. But and that's um, that's, that's as much as Spencer can do. He's he's tired. <laughs> Closing thought.
0: Um. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want You go first. Okay. I know what some of you want to say.
2: Um, I absolutely love Donovan Mitchell's new color scheme with the Purple Mountains and the Carl Malone yes. uh, like stamp that has the 45 cent stamp. It's just, it's beautiful. Artwork. And what's funny you know, about that is, is, I don't like the actual, I don't like the original jersey color scheme, but I like it in a shoe. So.
1: Are they bringing back the baby blues now since they did those shoes?
2: I'm going to imagine that might be like a Christmas Day uniform or something because they wouldn't release those without some sort of knowledge. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe he only wears them once or twice when they bring back those, the mountain uniforms.
1: Yeah, maybe. I don't know.
2: Just uh, to, I, I, the I don't know.
0: uniforms back. On yeah.
1: Speaking of uniforms, we need to get rid of that gold one, right? Oh, I love it. Like that, you, well, seriously, the yellow one. Yeah. That one's
0: not doing anything for me. That one did something for me like the first six months or so, but then not so much.
1: Yeah. I don't, don't, I'm not taking that one.
2: Okay. Closing thoughts, Mikey.
0: Yeah. Well, to, I don't want to, anyway, I think I wanted to say something I know Spencer will want to say, but just how much I, have enjoyed doing this. I'm glad that we're back listening and back doing this. And thank you everyone who has done it. I'll, that's what I'll say about that. But uh, um, closing thought, it, it's a quick story that I remembered looking back at our texts because we, we haven't done a group text since we did the podcast. And I looked back and there was a funny one. Apparently Jimmy had gone through the locker room for some touring event and he took a picture of Gordon Hayward's locker. I don't know. You guys have to go back and look at this. And we talked about what kind of note he could put in Gordon Hayward's shoe. <laughs> I, just, I do remember that. So that's my closing thought is let's comp, let's think of the notes we can put in players' shoes on next time we tour the locker room. And oh, thank man. you for listening.
1: Yeah. I like that. Okay. Uh, closing thought. Um, my closing thought is – there's a key i think to the the season the upcoming season and the success and obviously health is the big thing right but from like the difference i think from winning you know 50 games to 60 plus games i think is a healthy dante exum because i don't think moody is going to play a whole lot like I don't know for sure. I, I I would guess he probably wouldn't play, right? So which means, Exum probably backs up Conley, and then switches over to the to wing because he can guard the wing. And also, if you if you think back at the Houston series, if we had Dante Exum, I don't know that guarding Harden would have been such a like. Not I mean, no one can guard Harden, right? Especially when they, they let him travel and whatever. That's a whole other discussion, a whole other podcast. Um, but if, if, if Exum is, is playing in that series, that I'm not saying the Jazz would win, but it would have gone longer and it would have been closer. I mean, we got manhandled and we couldn't shoot. Not that Dante Exum can shoot, but when you can have Exum guard Eric Gordon and James Harden fairly well, or better than a lot of guys in the league can. I mean, that's a huge thing, right? So it makes a difference. So if that guy can stay healthy and I know everybody's rolling their eyes,
2: I just rolled my eyes. You did?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I could see, I could sense it. I could sense the eye roll. Um, I mean, like he's the difference. He just is. I mean, there's, there's no even point arguing it. Right. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I, I fundamentally disagree
0: that we got manhandled in that series and that the defense didn't work on Harden. So we're
1: totally no, I, on separate no, I,
0: pages there.
1: Yeah, I didn't say it didn't but work. I,
0: I just see your point.
1: Right. I, I just say, like, it would have been another guy to throw at him who handled him pretty well the first you know two years ago. Yeah, he definitely um, played him
0: straight up really well.
1: Yeah, totally. Last time we saw him. I mean, arguably better than anybody in the league not that i've watched everybody in the league guard harden no no actually i have i've watched them all i watched every <laughs> single game of the season it took me a long time but i did it. <laughs> anyway so you know who knows but i think that uh, exum is a, a key part of what's going to happen next year and i'm not even like the exum island or whatever i'm not even like you know i'm not all in on exum like even if they if they end up trading him it's not like i'm going to start crying I mean, I'm going to cry a little bit, but, you know, I'm not going to – not in public for sure, you know. But – Not like you did for j Crow Yeah, yeah. You know, I haven't cried for, I don't know, like at least six or seven hours. But I think I, – I just think that he would, he would make a huge difference. And we're not really – he's kind of the guy that no one's really talking about because we don't – we can't expect anything from him because he's not reliable. But yeah. if – The stars align, and his knees and ankles and whatever, if he doesn't take a bunch of dumps on the court, then, I mean, we could be pretty stellar defensively. Right? Agreed. You're not with me? Come on, Spencer. Come on over. Come on over to this side. No, I'm I'm not... it's the good side.
2: I'm just saying you are what you are, right? And so this is what the fourth year he's had an injury.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. he, well, he tore his ACL. Uh, what were the other injuries? He broke his collarbone or something. Shoulder surgery, right? And then his patellar tendon or whatever the heck he did into his other his knee. This off this season, and then his bone bruised sprained slash sprained ankle this season. <sighs> I, 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 so they
2: gave him a contract. So he's under contract. I mean, if he doesn't play 60 plus games this year, I think the jazz are done. But that's what I said last year though, too. Right.
1: Did you? Well, no, I'm, no, just, in, podcast, no, you didn't.
2: No, I'm just saying in my mind, I was like, <laughs> Oh, if he doesn't play X amount of games, they're going to be like, Oh, they're done with him. Um, I just, I mean, there's only so long that you can go.
1: I, you think sixty is the number? I I like that number. Well, I, I mean, so if he doesn't play sixty or more,
2: well, that's what is that seventy five percent? I mean, seventy five percent? No, sixty six percent of the games, right? No, uh, I, I don't know. We we don't know math or numbers. Seventy five percent. So. Like,
1: it's seventy four.
2: If you, I mean, if I showed up, just, I don't even want to get into the whole comparison because it's different. It doesn't matter.
1: No, but I'm. Well, you, I, I know I, what you're saying. If you, you showed showed up seventy four percent of the days of work. In a year, you get fired. Or right?
2: Yeah, but it's. I'm also not an investment to my. I mean, I am now, but I mean, it's different because he's an investment, and the business is to make money, and they have other ways of making money without him.
1: Yeah, that's true.
2: I mean, at the end, at yeah. the end of the day, the NBA is a business, and we may win a title. I hope we do, but at the end of the day, the decisions are made based on to make money. And put a winning product mm-hmm. on the floor, right? And I think
1: which is why Derek Favors isn't on the team anymore, and Rubio, because if we just wanted nice guys that were great and liked the fans, then we would have kept them, because they're great yeah. people. They're like they're great folk, but we don't. We can't win with them, uh, right? I hope. Okay, I hope no, no, he, no, no.
2: I don't think we can't. We can. We can win more with what we got for them. We could win with them. It was clear yeah. we could win with them. That's not what they're, j- yeah, they're saying. I think what they're right. saying is we have the option to win more now. So Right.
1: We plateaued. We plateaued. That's what it was. Thanks. We plateaued with this team, and they had two years to watch it plateau, and they did, and it was time to, to get better, and they took the risk to get better. And on paper, they got a ton better. And hopefully that translates into real life, but I, you know, I don't know if it does. I'm, I'm guessing it. I'm hoping it will.
2: The thing that's crappy about this, and this is we should have ended a while ago, but if Exum doesn't get hurt, right, and he becomes a backup point guard, like, do we ever even get Rubio? Does the team – you know, I'm not saying what ifs because you could say that all day long. It's just looking at it, it's like there's so many things that were on that injury, right, and Rudy's injury, sure. right? I mean, you can take Rudy's yeah. injuries into consideration too, but okay. Uh,
1: oh, look, even, even if – even if uh, Exum didn't get hurt this year, like, would we have, would we have, like, you know, plateaued with the, the group we had and then Derek Favors would have, like, you know what I mean? Like, would we have had the same offseason? Because if he would played and played fairly well, we probably would have won more games. We would have had a different matchup in the playoffs and maybe got to yeah. the second round. And then and then they say, well, if we got to the second round and we only had Exum for – Whatever, or I mean, we had X in the whole year, that's the whole thing, right? But if you know, maybe we could get one more piece and keep favors and then see what we got, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, it's kind of crazy how one little injury can change the right. Well, and, the whole and, trajectory.
2: and I also think the lottery thing too, though. I mean, if if Memphis doesn't get the you know, the, the high draft pick, like, I think that made it so easy for us to get Conley because then they're like, oh we got a pick and we got these other trade pieces for Gasol. Like, we're going to be fine. It's time to break up the band.
0: Like Grayson yeah. Allen's 40-point game, that had to help too.
2: Yeah. He,
0: his value went way up just on no, that really. kind of potential. And, you know, I he's sort of, we've blown up in the summer league. He's had more trouble since he was with, since he did all, the whole time with the Jazz, he's had more trouble. But as, yeah. a, as a human, I do want to just say one thing on Exum. As a human who whose life has been dictated by medical issues and is, like, spent as far as um, potential <laughs> wasted because of injury, I can't help but root for Exum to be the top five draft pick that he was thought to be. And he's yeah. shown little spurts of that. The guy can get to the rim almost at will. He just can't make – a layup, his inability to finish at the rim is like Rubio's inability to hit a wide open three. So hopefully, hopefully he learns that and he's not Alec Burks 2.0 and he becomes that true piece that was like, oh, it's like a trade that, you know, it's our best offseason acquisition is a healthy Dante Exum. That would be awesome.
1: Right. That's only-
0: anyway, I had to say that.
2: Okay, all right. Thank you for listening to episode. I believe it's two hundred and ten, no, two hundred and eleven of the Utah Jazz podcast. You can follow I don't us on know, we don't Twitter know numbers. at MikeyVP, at Jimbo Running, at S Campbell SBN uh, on the Twitter. Thank you for listening.